0: The Kephart Communications Podcast is hosted by School District of Washington Superintendent Dr. Jennifer Kephart. With help from our team in the Washington High School CAPS program, Dr. Kephart and her guests share information ranging from district happenings, current events, and student experiences to keep listeners informed about the school district of Washington. If you're a parent, district employee, or community member, this podcast is for you. Let's welcome Dr. Kephart and her guest, Mrs. Rachel Wilcox, to talk about our character education and the 11 principles of character that our schools are focused on this year.
1: Thank you, Taylor, for the introduction, and thank you to Mrs. Wilcox for being in the CAPS Studio today. Mrs. Wilcox is our Director of Social Emotional Learning, and she has been with the district for a year and a half, about the same time that I have. So, welcome to the studio. We're glad to have you today. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited. Well, it is wonderful to be able to talk about the 11 Principles of Character and Character Education today. So, we're just going to start out and ask you about the district's history with character education. Yeah,
0: um, when I joined the district last year, I started really doing a needs assessment across really looking at what the practices across the district have been and through that um, needs assessment we really found that there was this 22-year history of character education in the district and when we talked to parents and kids and teachers we really saw that it was really important to the Washington community that our students graduate with great character. So it's been a partnership for really a long time.
1: And I have certainly seen that in our district as well. And that's part of the movement to the 11 principles of character from Mm character.org. Can you tell
0: us a little bit more about the 11 principles of character? Yeah. So the 11 principles of character are fantastic because they're a framework. They're 11 things or 11 principles that we really want our kids to have. And it's a framework for our schools to operate under. So we get to talk about like principle one, which is defining our core values, or principle two, which is really this focus on what does it feel like? What what should we be thinking about in respect or in kindness? What do we get to do to help our kids be kind. And so using that framework really allows us as a district to be consistent from building to building, but at the same time, honor our communities. So Augusta gets to be Augusta, and Washington High School gets to be the high school, and the learning center, the early learning center gets to be the early learning, learning center. It really provides for this defined autonomy where we get to honor our individual communities, but still be a Blue Jay, still be Washington strong. And one of the things I have found in the 11 principles is it does
1: help to define Mm -hmm. what character education is for us as a district, but also those definitions for our buildings and the work that they are doing to help support our students. So I do appreciate that definition, that level of definition. And for our listeners, we will link the 11 principles of character into our show notes today just for their information as well. So tell us a little with your title as Director of, of
0: Social Emotional Learning. How does social-emotional learning fit with character education? First of all, it would really be that partnership with families. If we had a a concern, the school would absolutely be reaching out um, to partner with families so that we're all on that same page working towards success for the student, but it might be um, some intervention support, some check-in, check-out where students get to uh, build relationships with other adults in the building and focus on some of those expectations that the building has. It could be um, a like a behavior contract might be another example where we say, hey, this is what we expect from our students, and here are the the." supports that we are going to help you get there and then ultimately making sure that students are successful with it. And part of that is absolutely that relationship
1: with the caring adults in the building, whether that be the teacher, whether that be the counselor mm-hmm. or others in the building to help support the needs of the students. Absolutely. So I do appreciate that from our schools. You mentioned in a few moments ago, you mentioned the rock behavior from our students. Can you tell us a little bit more and our listeners a little bit more about rock? and how we utilize that as part of our Blue Jay Pride and our expectations.
0: Yeah, so it's been really great this year. Um, On the first day of school, I got to go to Campbellton, and they were having an assembly where they were doing the rock chant, and the kids got to really be taught what it looks like and what those expectations are for Campbellton, while at – Augusta Elementary or West, they might be having conversations around their house systems and their points, and they're tying all of that work back to our core values. Or at Clearview, they they have their uh, PBIS matrix that relates back to the rock. So really the way we're, that we're using it is this is that linking piece that Allow schools to be schools, but still ties us together so that we do have that consistent expectation for all of our kids.
1: And I think it provides a common language, too, for our students, but also for our families and for our community that these are the four expectations we have. And parents, listeners could use that with students of, are you showing respect today mm-hmm. or ownership or commitment or kindness? I just, uh, we just recorded today the Kephart Communications with Kids. And one of the questions this year that I'm asking is, which of those rock behaviors are you showcasing the most right now. And so it is very fun to hear from students that they take that those expectations and they take that verbiage very serious and utilize it
0: throughout their school. So I, I appreciate the commonality with the Blue Jay pride. Yeah, and I think it also, it makes a great point that this um, connects to our community and connects beyond the walls of our schools, right? Like when a student has commitment, that, of course applies to school, but it also applies to life. Like We want our students to grow up being workforce and life ready and commitment is one of those pieces Mm -hmm. that our students are gonna have to graduate with. And we get to help partner with families and, and help build that for kids.
1: You have mentioned several times about partnering with families, which I do appreciate, and it's something that we have talked about in several partners in several podcasts about the importance of that partnership. What are some ways that you are utilizing parent partnerships to help the work in the eleven principles of character?
0: Yeah, so I actually have a parent advisory committee, and this we met last week, and we really looked at the principles, and we said from a parent lens, if Principle one and principle two are in place. What things should you be seeing, right? Like what what would you expect from the parent lens to be able to see that these things are in place? And they had incredible ideas like making sure um, that rock is on our website. So we were able to say, oh, that's great. We, we check under the student wellness page because we worked on that alignment. And it's up and live. And please give some feedback. We looked... Um, they talked about how communication from administrators should be highlighting ROCK. They talked about how classroom teachers reinforcing and recognizing student behavior aligned to ROCK would all be really, really good indicators that they're solidly placed in our schools. Wonderful. And we appreciate the feedback from parents on our multiple advisory
1: teams, but that's one great example from a character education standpoint of how our parents are helping to partner in in the work that we do as a school district. So I, I do appreciate that. Along the same lines as parents, what are some outcomes that you think parents might see in terms of character education? What might they notice from students beyond the rock behavior when their own children come home?
0: I would think that long term what we really see are kids that are are well-rounded kids, right? The the goal of character education is to partner with um, not only academic excellence but also character excellence so that we're graduating students that are doing great things academically but also are bringing that ethical behavior that we want for our students as they grow up and move into the workforce. So I think we see that partnership, the, the tie between academics and uh, character education throughout, whether you're in the early learning center, but all the way up to graduation in high school.
1: Good, school. good examples of that. You are also working very hard with our Parent Summit events, and we have had
0: several events already this year. Would you like to give a special plug or a shout out for Parent Summit events? Absolutely. We have a Parent Summit of, summit series, and those topics really came from a listening sessions we did with families last year, where we said, what things do you want to learn more about at the district level? And so as a result of listening to our families, we came up with a series of events. So our next event is actually going to be October 25th, and it's the Lumen for Parents. In November, we will have a financial literacy night where we're partnering with local banks in the community. We have a wellness night in January. I'm excited to share that we are partnering with Neighborhood Reads and doing a reading night in March. And then our last one is going to be, it's either April or May, I'll have to check the date, but they'll be in the show notes. Um, It's going to be about that transitioning level, so if you're a parent that has a preschooler going to elementary school or elementary to middle or middle to high, what things, what tips and tricks would you want to know so that your transition is a successful one for your student? wonderful well we appreciate your
1: leadership and your work with parent summit on our strategic plan parent summit was a one event in the spring on a weekend for families and as we did our listening tours you and i and mrs anderson last year we heard from parents that the information they want should be expanded beyond a one day event. So I appreciate you and your team taking that into a monthly event for parents and the support that again, going back to that partnership that we have from our parents. So check that out in our show notes for our listeners as well. Well, as we start to wrap up today, I certainly appreciate your expertise in character education. Is there anything that you would like to
0: share as we begin to close out our podcast today? I just want to say thank you to the podcast team because your ending notes about rock, that's my favorite. Thanks for doing that. That was great. And that is was all on their own. I appreciate that as well.
1: Well, thank you, Mrs. Wilcox, and a huge thank you to my fabulous CAPS broadcast team today. And thank you to our listeners, again, for partnering with us to live out our mission in the School District of Washington to inspire achievement, character, and personal growth in all students as they pursue and succeed in college, careers, and life. Join us next time when we visit again with Mrs. Wilcox on another important aspect of our student growth, our MTSS framework. So we will see you again soon, Mrs. Wilcox. I can't wait to be back. Thank you. Thank you.
0: Check out the show notes and don't forget you can connect with the district on Facebook, Twitter, at SD of Washington, and the website washington.k12.mo.us. And remember, Blue Jays, rock on! Respect,
1: ownership, commitment, and kindness.